Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yes. Nice. I love it. It's a good way to kick off this after show. Right there. This band is Anvil playing Paint It Black, which is a Rolling Stones song. I'm Steve Kaufman. This is AfterBuzzTV.com. We're doing the Gotham After Show, Season 1, Episode 21, The Anvil or The Hammer. I put a lot more thought into that than I'd care to admit. Get it, guys? (laughs) Get it? Please get it? Oh, my God, please get it. I'm being joined, as always, by Joyce and Jory. Hey, guys, what's going on? You can catch me on Twitter at J-A-J-O-U-R-I. And... Sometimes with Na- sometimes well, you're not here always, so yeah. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. Nando. Hi, everybody. Nando Velasquez. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at n a n d o v e l. And I'm at Steve Kaufman. I don't get a space or a real name. That's my name now. I'm <laughs> at Steve Kaufman, and you can tweet at any of us using the hashtag ABTV. Gotham. Gotham. Yeah, I just had a complete brain freeze. <laughs> there. I was like, what? What is what, what's what show are we doing? What are we doing? Um, <laughs> And if you're listening to my voice on the iTunes or the YouTube, be sure to subscribe to us, like us, share us, all the fun things. Yeah. Give us reviews on iTunes as well, because I do read those. A lot of cool stuff. Um, so we're someone's workout buddy. Oh, cool. They were just like, That's oh, awesome. I, I love hearing these guys while I'm at the gym. And it's like, I know that feel. Whatever motivates you. Yeah, just keep it going. <laughs> also, if you're uh, listening to us on SoundCloud, YouTube, and if you're watching us live, I'm in the chat roll. Let me know. You all seem to be watching wrestling. <laughs> I don't. Or t- we're talking about wrestling, it's which is okay. happening at the same time. We understand. You guys missed a wrestling match in mean, Gotham today. That's I mean, for sure. it is. There were some fights. There yeah. were a lot of fights. Someone went through a table. Yeah. Like the, I think there were as many people going through a table tonight as there were last and night. And just like Raw, it show. was all acting. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm a part it, of that crew, too. It was sports <laughs> entertainment. Still oh, real to me, damn it. <laughs> Let's get into this. Uh, last week, we got the incredible image of Barbara Keen in this Fifty Shades of Grey sex dungeon that she was a little turned on a like, little turned on with. She did seem kind of pleased. I didn't expect her little half-turned smile that happened last uh, last week. Uh-huh. I did watch the episode today, so when I saw that, I was watching it at work, and I was like, what? <laughs> She's into it right now? Well, you know, she she obviously is not just into, you know, she she had a girlfriend, yeah, she's, she's in the gym. So oh, she's I forgot about her. Her horizons are pretty expanded. Yeah. Uh, she seems to like to experiment. She's intimately. not very straight-laced. Yeah, she, she well, can experiment. Exactly. Apparently, from the moment she saw that dungeon, they only got an hour's worth of sleep. And they don't tell us 
what exactly happened, because it is only a TV-14 show. <laughs> but we can all use our imaginations. It was probably pretty crazy. Yeah, I can I can imagine. But we get... <laughs> well, no comment. That's a trap. <laughs> That's a trap if I've ever heard one. Um, so she walks downstairs, about to leave. Hey, and we know what this is. I'm about to take the walk. And the ogre's like, nope, you can't leave. What do you mean you can't leave? What do you mean I can't leave? Um, okay, I'm going to level with you. The first time we met, I was trying to kill you. Yeah. But now, I don't want to kill you because I think you're the one. At first, I was like, why is he telling her this now? And then I figured, okay, he's trying to scare her into submission, essentially. Hmm. Um, and it worked. It, it worked. <laughs> worked really it totally good. worked. I mean, if someone told me that they were going to kill me the first time they met me, I think I would listen to them just for a little bit until I could figure out a way mm-hmm. to to uh, to screw them over and escape. Well, I think he, I don't know. he's being incredibly transparent with her. And the interesting thing from last week's episode <clears throat> is that Barbara, when he was going to kill her because he thought that she was Gordon's girlfriend mm-hmm. and that she was somebody that Gordon loved, she confessed that nobody loves her. Everyone runs away from her. Everyone rejects her, which was part of his own memo. Part yeah. of his own history. Oh, yeah. So I think he saw a major kindred spirit and wanted to bond with that. Yeah. And and that's why he... He's he's already like... I mean, the, regardless of what happened in this episode, I, it looks to me like no matter what, she's the one. Like, yeah. he's not going to give her these impossible tests and eventually grow bored of her. He is committed to her. I mean, the guy's willing to kill for her at this point. So, yeah, yeah he just needs to... You know, brainwash her enough, or get her get her on his side <laughs> more and... so than any other woman he's had through. Exactly. And yeah, she's different enough from the rest of them that she'll keep things interesting for him. It doesn't seem like he's going. Yeah, he's not going to get bored of her, mm-hmm. and I think she's going to keep him on his toes if they decide to sort of. If she decides to, uh, oh shit, I forgot he's dead. Wow. Never mind. <laughs> What's uh, happening? Is yeah. there enough, I was like, is there enough like, oxygen on that side of the he's table? He's dead and she's Listen, a zombie right now. I so. was, <laughs> we're, we're having long days. It was really hot in the, the view room. <laughs> yes. So. Okay. So let's wipe that but, away. But the other girl that we saw him with, like, he made her jump through hoops. Yeah. And now it's like, I will kill for you. I whereas, will do this for you. Whereas, like, in two weeks ago, when we saw that girl, it seemed like he was <laughs> looking for someone to just be his mother. Mm-hmm. Whereas when he found Barbara, Barbara struck me struck me as like his equal. Like mm-hmm. he wanted to treat her like a subservient equal, mm. and that was where it was headed. And that brainwash came pretty quick too. Yeah, and it stayed. Yeah, because he essentially he essentially tied her up. Like, well, first she ran for the door, but didn't <laughs> make it. He pretty much subdued her, tied her up, and then just like talked a whole bunch of mess about how like you, you can't go anywhere place is soundproof don't mess with your lungs yeah drink this <coughs> here's like 19 women I've killed over the course of nine eight or nine years we've learned yeah and he has a Polaroid of all of them and just she gets deeper and deeper into this rabbit hole until eventually she break like she does break mm-hmm. and then he's like who do you want me to kill I will kill you if you don't tell me someone you want me to kill who do you want me to kill? And my thought was it was going to be Gordon. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Because she was still sane enough to think, if anyone can withstand this, I'd say Gordon. But that's not what happened. What happened was that he broke her and got into that part of her brain that felt that all the things that are wrong with her in her life came from her parents. Mm-hmm. And then they went to they went to that parent's house 
killed killed her parents. Yeah. She went super stepfordy, and they killed her parents. Yeah. yeah, and that I love the weight they gave this scene. That it just it was like, oh no, that they just just murdered these parents. Yeah, and she's okay with it with that like dumb like dog look. Yeah. of just like what? Yeah, kill them. And she, I was expecting her to kind of snap out of it after. At least after Gordon came mm. and and sort of saved the night, yeah. but she was just deer in the headlights look the entire time. It kind of freaked me out. And then she, I felt like, like her character was this entire season, like kind of pushed aside. Yeah. After all, all after all that was said and done. That now she's just going through this major change. Yeah. Like, now it's like, what now? What, it's what? really confusing because yeah, what's next for her? Yeah. I mean, we don't really see her after that scene. Um. Uh... Well, she can't go to... She's not criminally... Ins- they might rule her criminally insane and put her in Arkham. And we have to follow her while she's in Arkham. They might. That's my hope. But we're not into predictions yet. But no. I think that would be an incredible... That would be an incredible place to put her and an incredible thing to deal with. But, yeah. yeah, but I'm just wondering, like... I mean, not that this has to follow the comics, but at least her character in the books... Eventually yeah, gets with Gordon. Yeah, so this is just all weird stuff. Well, you know? I guess she, I guess she will recover eventually, but it's just a pretty big, serious thing to that's go through. Life changing. The yeah. show's taken a lot of liberties, obviously. Yes. So they could be doing the same thing with the whole Barbara Gordon storyline. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Barbara don't slash Gordon storyline. Yes. As opposed to Barbara Gordon storyline. Yes. Okay. Which which may or may not happen later. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Jim Gordon. Jim Gordon looking for Barbara, can't find her. Yeah. Looking for the ogre. The closest he got was a JV pimp named Jacob? Jake. A JV pimp named... So a junior varsity pimp. He didn't make varsity yet. Then, I mean... He looked a little like Billy Ray Armstrong from Green Day. Yeah. That would definitely... That would be a JV pimp. Yeah. Very much a junior varsity pimp. Mm -hmm. Um, Finds out that he... That he knew a waitress at a place called the Foxglove, and that that and the ogre has been to the Foxglove, which Bullock jumps at, like jumps at the bit to go to the Foxglove. Yeah, and then Gordon meets with Penguin and gives Penguin a second favor, a big favor. No, one big favor at the end oh, of the whole oh, thing. Oh, it, it culminates into yeah. one big favor, yeah. which who knows what that Penguin be. Penguin should not have favors right now. No. Nah. Mm. Penguin has orchestrated He's something. He's on his he, game. He's on top of his Penguin game. Penguin has orchestrated some huge, like, anteloping stuff where I'm like, no, you do not need, like, one of the more powerful cops. Yeah. You do not need a huge favor from him. This is, this is not going to end good for yeah. justice. I mean, Harvey warned him, but it I is think what it is. Gordon was driven more by guilt at this point. He didn't want Barbara's potential death to yeah. be on him. So That's all he cared. And... Not to mention with Loeb and with Loeb and everything else that that hinges in this case that we we tend to forget. We tend to forget because of how big this case is for a lot of people we care about. Yeah, that it's like no, like after this is all done, he wants to go after Loeb. Yeah, and then I guess at least at the very least oust him as commissioner, if not take over. I see that as commissioner. That seems too soon. We'll get there. Yeah. Well, but, definitely next season at, at least. Yeah, by the end of next season, I think that's too yeah. soon this season. Um, I I believe Bullock is a John at the Foxglove. Yeah, he he played that really well. Yeah. I thought he looked really dapper and handsome. Actually, the Italian suits. Were, yeah. yeah, and his hair was all nice and slicked back. Mm-hmm. He looked super edgy mm-hmm. but very distinguished. What a club, though. Yeah. Oh man, that's <laughs> that club. Because you were asking us, like, what time does that show come on? Yeah. 
that they're just showing latex people in like airs at what 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Like that's you know Fox has I think Fox has pushed the envelope when it comes to violence yes. at the eight o'clock mm-hmm. hour, but I I feel that was incredibly incredibly sexual. A lot of the weird fetishes going on there. At yeah, the it was like a fetish hour. club. Yeah. yeah, nobody's complaining. <laughs> we were just saying. I'm just surprised that they're showing it that uh, hour. What, but what Fox couldn't show were Ingrid and Gareth, mm-hmm. their act, mm-hmm. which had something to do with both power tools, whips, and a pig. Yeah, yes. according to the subtitles. Yeah, and we according to the subtitles, and we don't know if Ingrid or Gareth are a pig. It could be Ingrid Gareth. Could be Ingrid Gareth and, and a, pig. a pig. Good point. We don't actually know. The pig might not be important enough to be named. What do you think they witnessed? Tell us. <laughs> yeah, we should, please let, let us, us please know. tweet at us. What do you think we, that Bullock was seeing there? <laughs> but but you have to remember that's something for worth Bullock to go like. Oh no. Yeah. I'm outing myself because nothing really shocks him. But yeah. for that to be something to make him sort of uh, expose himself as GCPD. That had quickly be, had to be insane. It had to be something really gross, pretty, and, pretty crazy. Mm. Yeah, which was the whole point for him to go in and shake them down. Yeah, he goes in, um, reveals himself. They cut the commercial. They come back from commercial. Sally, the woman in the the very attractive woman in the headdress at the front of the at the front of the foxglove. She knows who this guy is. I was confused at first, though, because when he showed her the terrible drawing, she said she didn't know who he was. Am I wrong? Like she you, was guys, lying. you guys heard the same? Yeah, but her her uh, turnaround after that lie was kind of strange and quick. She was but like, I, w- "I don't know him," and then it was like his name was Jason, mm-hmm. I, and that was the, I was like that that happened very strangely to me. Like, did she or did she not? Why was she lying? Well, that felt like I, I just anyone in that nefarious a business talking to the police. I think their first instinct would be to just nope. I don't know. I don't never met that guy. But then quickly she was like, uh, what the heck? I get he needs to die. <laughs> well, ultimately that's the beat. Yeah, they, that's the beat they went with. Like, I don't think they had to tell her that he's the serial killer that we went public about. Right. Like she probably already knew, so that might have been weighing in deep hmm. for her. But nine years ago. He tore up her face pretty bad, but she got away. Yeah. He probably learned to bolt that door. That bolt that door in his apartment. Because of her. Because of her, because Barbara Keene made it to that door, and now it's bolted. And I think Harvey was one that said he let her go because he was leading up to his first kill. So he wasn't quite at that point in his mind yet to just kill a woman who wanted to leave. So she was lucky enough to be the one to, to escape. Yeah. And, um... All she knew it was Midtown Oil, O Y O Y A L O Y A L was visible, which is enough for a clever man. Yeah, enough for a clever man to find the apartment. But they found the apartment too late because Barbara had already told them, "I want you to kill my parents." Or Barbara had always already told the ogre, "I want you to kill my parents." And they get there. Jason calls calls knows knows they're there. Which okay. I'll buy the I'll buy the TV logic on that one. <laughs> that he just knows exactly when they're there. Well, they tripped an alarm. Yeah. But then he knew that they'd be that hot on the case. Uh, they discerned just from the phone call that they went upstate. They went upstate to where her parents were, and we're back to this gripping scene. Mm-hmm. He kills her parents. Mm. They come in. He's <clears> playing <throat> a record really loud about how I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> it was a nice touch. Yeah. Um, he throws Bullock down the stairs. 
Gordon finds Gordon finds Barbara. They have this weird exchange where Barbara is still just under this complete trance. Like, did he drug her? Like, did he just? Bra- I think he may have just psychologically broke her. Yeah, it's my it's my call on what happened. That makes sense because I think he sort of has his way to do something like that. I mean, how else did he keep, you know, these girls for so long? Oh, and he learned the psychology of these yeah. girls. Yeah, but I think that would be my guess that. He got her to that point. Uh, Ogre comes in, holds her at knife point. He tries to get a clear shot. Bullock causes the distraction. Forehead shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Forehead shot. I was not dead. expecting him to kill. Not at all. To kill Jason. I was not expecting Ogre to drop dead in this episode no, at all. No, me neither. Yeah, I feel that was a big, that was a big scene. It that ended, was a big scene. Cause yeah. it, was, it was. And it ended quite abruptly, I have to say. But you know, even even before when he was questioning that girl Sally, she said, "When you get him, kill him." He said, "Okay." So yeah. I was surprised even at that that he was so willingly ready to say, "Yeah, I'll kill him." Yeah. I think this is tying into ultimately he loves Barbara, hmm. and obviously Barbara has a lot to work through emotionally before she's in a place to be with anyone. Yeah, but he seems to be Gordon seems to be the kind of guy who is, he flocks towards people who need help. Who mm. need him? Who needs someone like him? And Barbara is someone who just needs people to help her, and she's going to need Gordon, and Gordon's going to want to be there and be the person to sort of bring her back on her feet. So I think they are setting it up for he still has feelings for Barbara, and he's still going to come after her and sort of well, they help her. They're going to have to make her a lot more appealing at this point since she's been one of the lowlights yeah. of yeah. the season. Totally. Well, so but, for that to happen, but if we see her go through. If we see we've seen her go through this, and then if we see her slowly recover from this, I think that would be a nice enough arc that we'd start to. It'd be very redeeming. Yeah, we we start character. to get on the Barbara train. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Hooks was on the Barbara train, but everyone else, <laughs> everyone else was so so about the Barbara yeah, train. Still kind of am, but it's okay. It's gotten better. It's gotten way better. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it may or may not actually make it to the station. Yeah, I I get really deep into my metaphors. <laughs> this is what I do. It's okay. <laughs> We need a metaphor jar. It's right there. Clink. It's there now. We need a metaphor jar. <laughs> metaphor. It's probably clink. a lot of money in it. Yeah. Metaphor jar is a metaphor. <laughs> had to put more money in the metaphor jar. <laughs> it's an endless loop. But we get that last scene with Dr. Leslie, who didn't leave town. Right. I thought for sure at the press conference last week, she left town. Nah. Dr. Leslie did not leave town. And they had this nice I love you scene. I would have always, I would have always protected you first. Mm-hmm. I still don't trust Doctor Leslie. Really? Still I still don't. do. I think she's cool enough and understanding enough to know what Gordon needs to do for himself. Mm-hmm. And she, I don't know. Like, why don't you trust her? Is it because she was so willing uh, to let him sort of go help Barbara? And it just doesn't seem. I think there's a little bit of that. I agree. I agree with. I'm, I'm somewhere in between you guys. Okay. Because I feel that she is a trustworthy character. Her character in general is trustworthy, but mm-hmm. I feel like her relationship with Jim is a little strained right now because of this whole Barbara thing. She might be saying, "Oh, you know, they, they might have ended on a good note today," but it's it's still a little strained. And I don't think ultimately. I think ultimately this might tear them apart mm-hmm. down the line. I think so too, but I don't think it would be because she did something manipulative Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I don't know I disagree with you Steven a little bit with you Nando I don't think she's you know not to be trusted 
I hundred percent am Team Tompkins, and I think she's she's gonna be a good one all the way around. Okay, okay. But, I'm, you know, I could be wrong. I'm incredibly suspect of people who are that good and nice <laughs> and pure and, and, and work at Arkham. Yeah, that's that's all I have to go off of because the canon tells me I'm dead wrong. Yeah, the canon and/or the mythos of the show tell me I'm dead wrong. That pretty much wraps up the Gordon Bullock of it all. Yeah. And, yeah. The, like, the the A-side plot in two topics. I just liked the moment, going back to Bullock, um, how he was talking about the two Italian suits that made it into his locker yeah. on the way to the uh, oh, evidence awesome. room. I was like, that's a nice little reminder of the fact that Bullock is still sort of a corrupt cop, even though he's working very well with Gordon and mm-hmm. understanding Gordon's, like, M.O. and the way he wants to do things. He still has that little bit of... And that Gordon's not the ultimate Boy Scout that he's not going to yeah. call out Bullock on that Exactly. Either. That's true. They've grown together. Yeah. <laughs> Bullock has grown to stay a dirty cop and know where the line is. Mm-hmm. Gordon has grown to accept He just Bullock. gets it. He gets Bullock's, <laughs> you know... Except that Bullock knows where the line is. Yeah. With or without Gordon's help. But not the others, not Loeb. Well, I mean, even the scene with with the JV punk guy. Yeah. You know, when uh, when Jim's like, I'm about to, you know. Um, Break the policy for interrogation. I'm about to wreck this dude. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm about to wreck this dude. (laughs) And Bullock's like, I think I see a donut somewhere down the hall that's got my name on it. I'm not going to be here. Yeah, I'm not going to be here. (laughs) That's how it is. Um, While we're on the GCPD precinct, Enigma killed a guy last week. Yeah. Detective Doherty. Doherty. Doherty? I will Doherty. Maybe it's if I spelled... wrote it on maybe if I wrote it on the board right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. That's yeah. clearly no. Doherty. Oh, okay. That's definitely Doherty. <laughs> um, <laughs> but killed him and we see Enigma walking in with like two rolly bags worth of body parts. Every what well, you could assume we could be anything, he opens it up. It's uh, bring your own body parts to, to work, work day. day. <laughs> and he puts them on a sink, tries to pour, pour corrosive on them to disintegrate them completely. Kringle comes in asking for files. Yeah. And he says, oh, okay, wait right here. And she doesn't listen. Nope. And then she sees her boyfriend. It was her boyfriend. She yeah. sees her boyfriend just in that sink. Mangled and in pieces. To which my first thought was, wow, he has to kill her now. <laughs> he has to put her in the sink. Yeah. He has to get rough, but he doesn't do that. Maybe later. Well, Possibly later. Surpri- I mean, look, she he works with bodies all the time, so she didn't see anything major out of it. She didn't see anything identifying marks from those bodies. Yeah, did. I mean, it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not unusual for his job to have something that uh, gnarly. bizarre or gnarly yeah. come through his doors. Yeah. Yeah. It just felt... It felt it felt very incriminating, but you know when yeah. you think of where they are, yeah, she everything's she incriminating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Everything in Gotham <laughs> killed every single person in his room. No, uh, yeah, hey, absolutely. I only killed half the people in this room. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Can we move forward in this murder dome game? Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> um, I like the Enigma this week. I like we're getting that slow burn into the Riddler. Yeah, complete with that note, which that note actually. Speaking as a writer, he actually nailed the voice. He actually nailed the voice of Doherty? It's Doherty, right? Doherty, yeah. Okay, I got it that time. He actually nailed the voice of that cop in that note. And then he was like, well, I think you should read between the lines. 
and then she was like, I don't know what it is. I why do I keep picking creeps? Yeah. Which proved to me Enigma's next to be her boyfriend. Yeah, because hmm. if she's only picking creeps, he's, he's next in line. He's creep number next three line. for a yeah. little bit. Yeah, he's creep number three till she gets too close, or someone gets too close to him, or she lies or something. <laughs> she she leaves. He's upset about it. He goes full on Riddler. Yeah, mm. but the front the first letter of every sentence spells out Enigma. No one ever notices because no. yeah. who would know to look for that? And you gotta love that he 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 gives her the clue. He gives her yeah. the clue to figure it out. Uh, and of course, she just ignores it and just you know like a true off. sociopath. She yeah. got she got Rickrolled Enigma style. Uh, <laughs> she's never gonna give him up. <laughs> nope. Nope. Never gonna let him down. Mm. Mm, she might. <laughs> never she gonna turn might. around. I wonder though if he like if he does become her next boyfriend. Is this uh, because he didn't seem very phased at the you know the fact that he chopped up Doherty's body at least not to me not yeah. to me phased but I wonder if over time that's going to phase him and if if he is in a relationship with Chris down the line um, is that going to drive him to become the Riddler is that going to make him crazier or is is it something she's going to do It's going to have something to do with her Yeah I, I think um... it's always a woman. I, it's always a partner. <laughs> I don't see things that way. I think with with Nigma, what it always is is he loves creating riddles, but he so desperately wants people to figure them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that I almost feel like he got away with this, and he almost doesn't want to because it's a riddle in himself, mm-hmm. and he wants someone he wants to figure someone it to out. figure it out. So I think this is going to possibly start a little bit of well, a, of a. Of a killing spree, just for him to finally see like who's going to figure and this start out. Leaving who's his little be... clues, yeah, because yeah. that's the... be smart enough to do this. Because so. that's the folly being the being the the folly being the smartest guy in the room is that nobody knows you're the smartest guy in the room because you're just on another level. Mm-hmm. And he has to deal with that too. That like the riddler, the riddle, the riddles are the way he constantly jumps out to let people know that he's the smartest guy mm-hmm. in the room. And nobody's taking him seriously, so he's going to start killing people and leaving clues. Yeah. I don't think it's be affected negatively. I don't know if you... Maybe that's what I got from you saying that, like, this might affect him negatively. That's what I thought. I, I thought think that it's gonna be... it would drive him insane enough, but I guess it would drive him insane enough to do it more and more mm-hmm. so that you're right. Yeah. He could, could go help way. people or have hope that someone will figure it out. But, yeah. Well, yeah, eventually he's going yeah. to be... Eventually he's going <clears throat> to be a full-on villain. Yeah. And like go full on villain and kill innocents and have his own mantra to it, mm-hmm. but that's not going to be for a while. Like next season, I think we're going to see him kill maybe three more people. Yeah, mm. and and start hooking up with Kringle. Yeah, and we'll all be happy for him, and we'll forget <laughs> that he's killing people in cold blood and sociopathically leaving clues that would lead them right to him <laughs> if they only paid attention. Which he's fine because it's Gotham PD. They're yeah. always three steps behind, mm. so he just needs to be four steps ahead. Yeah. But now that he's gotten his first taste of blood, I'm really curious to see how he continues to work in the Gotham PD, knowing that he can do something like this. Yeah, you know, like what other Ooh. corners? What other corners will he cut? Ooh, Enigma Justice. Ooh. Or what if um, Tompkins is sort of on his on his like she sort of senses that something's going on with him, mm-hmm. and maybe she'll tell him somehow and Mm. try to figure out exactly what's been going on because I'm sure over time his demeanor is going to change the way he interacts with people is going to change and she's going to get suspicious since she works the closest with him yes so that might put her in danger very much so I don't know also this is all in prediction realm but it's it makes sense I mean these scenes were pretty well sprinkled throughout there are only four of them 
And I did have the one note on the Hamlet where he talked to the skull. Oh, yeah. Where I was like, oh, that's cool. He's talking to a skull that's like very, very Hamlet, very artistically. And then he puts the skull in a bag and then and just smashes it. Smashes the skull. <laughs> that was a good scene. Yeah. And. Okay, she will pick him. Creep. Yeah, we're we're through with that. Yeah. <laughs> Be sure to let I'm us... excited to see Riddler. Like, the Riddler actually develop and come mm. out more slowly. from Nygma. Like, yeah. very slowly. Like, this this incredible slow burn that you're truly going to get an origin story. I've been really happy with his storyline this whole season. It's been... It's been very it's been steady. small, but it... Yeah, exactly. It's been the most sensical and steady to mm. me. Like, there, so. there never seemed to be... Like, there was never an abrupt... Yeah. Never an abrupt change. It's like, no, no, we've been building to this murder... Yeah. ...for 20 weeks. <laughs> we're ready for this murder. We're ready... Like, and we're still shocked because we thought it wasn't going to happen. But right. He murdered somebody last week. Yeah. And then he dealt with it this week. Uh, speaking of dealing with it, Detective Lil Wayne. <laughs> he, he got upgraded this week. Detective Lil Wayne gets the key, go, breaks into Sid Bundersaw's office, like a cool, awesome little bat sleuth. Yeah. And it's empty. Or, the, sorry, gets the key, gets into the safe. The safe is empty. And Sid Bunderslaw not only knows he's there, but offers him a cookie. <laughs> Several which, times. Should all take that. Should all take the cookie. I was also... I am, I've unlimited I've unlimited soda and popcorn and a Jaredelli sundae for my screening of Avengers this Thursday. Mm. Nice. So I had I have to swear off sweets. I've had to swear off sweets since Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> to prepare for this weekend. To, to pre- well, to prepare for just this right. like five hour marathon Thursday of just popcorn and soda <laughs> and a sundae and a yeah. chocolate sundae and I'm probably going to bring in M&M's. I got a little off track there but it's worth noting that that cookie was like heaven to me. Oh yeah. Watching that, just watching, sort of watching sit just there, watching a cookie waiting on screen, to be picked up. Where I'm just like, bro, just, just it's, take it. It's wrapped individually. <laughs> it's an individually wrapped cookie. Just you can take you. it for later. Yeah, go for it. Um, how do we feel about? Well, how do we feel about Bonderslaw's like bombshell? Um. Well, first of all, I, I don't, it was hard for me to see Bunderslaw as. Well, it's hard. Okay, it was hard for me to see him as a bad guy while I was watching because mm. he did say that uh, Bruce Wayne's dad is was aware of everything that was going on in Wayne. Mm-hmm. Like, he was being honest with Bruce. He was being open with Bruce, honest with Bruce, saying that he didn't want anyone to die in the process of Reggie going in to find out, you know, what Bruce had information on. So I, I couldn't find him to be sort of like the worst person in the room or, you know, part of this whole thing. Or at least from his side. From his side, yeah. From his side, and his side made a lot of sense. But I think it was, I think it was a, a good bomb for Bruce to sort of, uh, to be in and to hear about. You know, his dad had two sides, and mm-hmm. he knew his dad one way, and the company knew him another. And this is probably the turning point for Bruce Wayne to really sort of change the way he does things. Mm-hmm. So and understand that you you probably have to have that duality to work. Both ways, exactly. And he got that advice from Lucius, who yeah. we met. So. Your dad was very stoic. Yeah, Lucius, played by I never actually looked up his name, but the gentleman who plays Lucius mm-hmm. was amazing in Newsroom. Yeah, all three mm-hmm. seasons of Newsroom, that guy was cool. That guy was a tour de force as an actor. I hope to see more Lucius Fox. I know more Lucius Fox. I'm sure, it's not the end of it. Based on his last conversation with oh Bruce. man, that, that well, this whole thing in the in Wayne Enterprises struck me as the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, and we'll get into it in predictions. But I think this is, like, the tip of something just huge. Like, some huge criminal underworld that Wayne Enterprises is, like, knowingly a part of. Yeah. 
And I'm excited to see that slowly unravel. Yeah. Because that's... The show is big on the, the slow burn of just... You know what? Look, give me, like, a good three, four-episode arc serial killer. <laughs> and then in the background, you're starting an entire massive gang yeah. war. Or, like, the tip of this massive criminal underworld iceberg. Or yeah. any of those things. Like, the pacing, everything. You're just doing it, guys. It was good. You're nailing it was this. Good. I'm also curious, after Bruce finds out about his dad and knowing that his dad sort of you know understood what was going on with the company um is bruce going to continue working the way he has been working or is he going to do things the way his dad did him for a while i feel to maybe get a better understanding i feel like he would be smart enough to understand that as long as everyone within wayne enterprises and ultimately whatever he needs to figure out Mm -hmm. as long as those people think he's playing ball and staying, like, just playing the course normally. Then he can they won't, control yeah, everyone. They won't look into him, and he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. And maybe he can have Selena Kyle do more for him. He could have, he could have, he could have Alfred do more for him. He could have other, he could just have other people do things for him so he can stay out of that spotlight. That they're probably, they're probably going to have someone follow him at all times if yeah. they could. That's just how they're... Because he's probably a very valuable asset. Totally. So they won't look at him very well if he's in the room. Yeah. And has accepted... And has accepted, like, okay, this is all messed up. Makes sense. And then when he does become Batman, he knows where all the webs are. True. Also, we get that... We get that... We get that scene we've seen for the past two weeks on the next week where um, I think we get a Batcave. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Get a nice little glimpse. The fireplace comes out and we get a bat cave. Yeah. I'm so excited to see. What have we been hiding this whole time? The, back, the senior bat cave. Yeah. The senior bat cave. <laughs> um, and we get this really good scene with Alfred and Bruce talking specifically about killing Reggie. It was just like a good slower moment mm-hmm. into what's definitely going to work out. And now Alfred's on the same page and Alfred's going to help move forward and investigate what's happening. And I'm very excited. Yeah. They're going to be a good duo. Mm-hmm. You know, like they always are. Hmm. Huh? And the, this last part that they shoot it, shoehorned in the past three weeks, the Penguin, Maroney, Falcone, Butch, Zaz, Connor. Yeah, we got more of Butch, like... We got, we got yeah. Butch. I don't know where. <laughs> because right before Penguin makes that deal with Gordon... Uh, Butch installs a machine gun under the jukebox. Uh, yeah, behind uh, the behind jukebox. Behind the jukebox, yeah. and then a gun, a gun at the bar, so this Irish assassin can come in and kill Maroney. Yeah. And then he comes in, tries to kill Maroney. Both the machine gun and the other gun, the sidearm, they they jam jammed, up. empty, which can I thought was brilliant on Penguin's part. I didn't think it was Penguin at first. No? I thought it was Butch. Well, he, he wasn't Butch talking to Penguin saying that he planted the guns here and here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was yeah. saying before that scene... But like when that Butch was the one who planted uh, them. When it first happened, because I still believe that Butch is not brainwashed at all. I don't think he is either. Like, I think Butch Even is just... Even at this point. I think Butch is just working for Penguin until he has his moment to strike. Yeah. Which he's clearly going to have plenty of moments to strike yeah. now. Because it looks like there's a power vacuum... Starting, and they're just going to crown a new leader yeah. of the entire criminal underworld. 
And we find out later, it, this is another Penguin Master plan that's brilliantly done. And it's a perfect way for him to walk away with his hands clean if mm-hmm. it all goes smoothly. Yeah, like Maroney's guys will kill Falcone's guys. Falcone's yeah. guys will kill Maroney's guys. And who's left on top but Penguin himself? Well, but, but what's interesting, what's interesting and maybe flawed about that whole thing too is that Maroney believes that Penguin is one of Falcone's guys. So it's really funny that he's so angry at Falcone that he's not even going for Penguin. Not even a little. Not even a little bit. So that's the one part that I kind of don't believe. Part he of the could plan. come after him later he after, after he him. takes care of the the kingpin. But really, he he promised Falcone he wasn't going to go after Penguin. So what better way? All to bets go? are off now. Yeah, though. all bets so are he, off. So he should. But. Penguin seems planned well enough yeah. that he's probably protected. I guess. He's probably protected through this entire... Like, I think Penguin's plan is to take over the right people at the right time mm-hmm. and win the entire gang war and have the entire city fall to him. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen, but that's his plan. That's right. his plan. I did love that one line from Connor right? when he said, you want me to really talk to, uh, you want me to give a message before I actually kill the guy? Isn't that, we, you know? Yeah. I always it's found like that typical super what's, villain. What's the point of telling a guy off before you're going <laughs> to kill him or something? Yeah. I, I do kind of love that line. Uh, so. I also loved when his head was in the box and I was looking at the box and I just went straight to seven and I was like, what's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. The second that box came out, it, it was Maroni's tomato sauce. But that's what was on the box. Oh. So Maroni makes tomato Maroni makes tomato sauce. So I mean, those are the boxes he's laying around. Those are the boxes he's going to use. Right. And how else you going to know it's from him? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think people send Falcone a lot of heads. <laughs> <laughs> you need to make it clear that's that this probably is probably true. This is from Maroni. This is from Maroni, and it's the assassin you didn't hire. Yeah. yeah. Good luck figuring it out. Yeah. He's like, what is? What's in the box? What is this? Mm. <laughs> oh. But everything. And so, are we ready for predictions? I think so. I think we're ready for predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. We will work viewers right to left. So, Nando, what are your predictions? Okay, so, uh, I think I mentioned a little bit here and there, but I do think that... Uh, I think Gordon is going to be going after Barbara to make sure she's okay Ooh. and he's going to be, you know, watching over kind of like the burn. You know, I think you mentioned a little bit, you know, Barbara's obviously not in a good place, but Jim's concerned. And I believe that's going to ultimately get Tompkins to break up with him or get upset at him and Ooh. do something, you know. That's juicy. Yeah. I- I, but like Gordon has a lot going on next week. Well, it probably yeah, won't like, happen. Actually, yeah, to be that honest, seems like a slower. The, the, these are probably going to be slower burns because I think what's going to happen next week's just going to be the gang war. It's just really going to yeah. be all penguin with fish coming back and everything. It's going to be all that. Yeah, I think fish is coming back. Well, we saw the. That oh, was, I totally the, missed that. In that the was in the, spoiler. It was in the spoilers, thing. guys. It was yeah. in the Not preview. Bad. We fish, fish, fish is coming back. Fish is coming back, at least in some capacity. She was also credited in this week's episode, in spite of not being in it. Mm, interesting. That I saw her. I saw her name. Yeah, but I do think that I do think that ultimately Jim is going to be, you know, taking care of Barbara to the point where Tompkins is just going to be fed up. Ooh. And then I also think that uh, I, I kind of mentioned this. Uh, Nigma is going to start leaving, start doing other things in uh, in the maybe not killing people but start leaving other clues because he has not been found out. 
So it's probably driving him insane that nobody knows he's capable of this. Yeah. So I could see him even doing little office pranks and just leaving little, <laughs> like, little goofy things. Like, no one can figure me out, you know? It's like, what can I get away all, with? Who drank all the coffee at the coffee machine? Yeah. I don't know. You look at the clues? I don't, I don't know. know. It looks like it's on E. <laughs> There's not a there's not a readout for how much coffee is there. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. We're talking about Nigma. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think I think it's gonna be the beginning of, of Nigma being a more, more of a prankster in mm. uh, in the PD. So that's, yeah. those are my two big predictions. Done. And but cool. I think both of them really we're not gonna see until next season at this point. Yeah, because I think next week's gonna do be all anything, gang. Do work. you have anything big for next week? Like, I think I think I think Maroney and Falcone are both gonna remain alive, mm-hmm. but Penguin's gonna gain power. Ultimately, ooh, so like he I'll, might have an extra hold on them. Yeah, he'll have an extra both. hold on them. But they'll both. No one. Those two characters, I don't think are going to die. Okay. So but, I don't think they. I think it would be a mistake if they killed both of them off. Yeah, or even one of them. Yeah. 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 What do you got for us, Joyce? Um, I think that if we're going to, I think if we're going to predict that uh, Leslie and Gordon are going to break up, it will be because of Barbara. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, again, like I said earlier, they might change the story up for the show, mm-hmm. and Barbara might just be sort of a nuisance to Gordon. Uh, maybe he won't want to help her, and maybe they'll steer more, they'll, they'll steer away from the Gordon slash Barbara storyline, uh, like of them just getting, getting together and stuff. Um, I, that's kind of all I have. I kind of, uh, yeah, I kind of agree with you on the whole Barbara front. Mm-hmm. So no worries, because I have a lot. Go, <laughs> um, Gordon, while working on a gang war and giving Penguin a huge favor, still has to take down Commissioner Loeb. Oh, that's right. Commissioner Loeb is still there. We still have to deal with this. I don't think he's gonna become commissioner, but he's gonna oust Loeb as commissioner in the midst of. The, the craziness that'll be next week. Because mm-hmm. Penguin will need that favor. It'll have something to do with the gang war. And I'll take down Loeb. Speaking of the gang war, I'm predicting both Maroney and mm. Fish dead. Oh. Ooh, Maroney too, huh? Okay. Heard it here. Maroney. All right. It's going to be Falcone and Penguin left standing, and they're going to be at odds with each other. Mm. Then how does Two Face come about? I hope not. <laughs> I, hope, I hope he never does. Like, or I hope we never see him in this show. Yeah. Like, aside from just being Harvey Dent. Um, I think Enigma is going to be more of a positive villain, if you will. I think he's going to be a vigilante. Like, he's going to find forensic cases mm. that can't be solved, but or he can figure them out. But, like, the police can't, like, the police can't figure it out. And he's just going to go and kill somebody. He's going to go kill the people responsible. And he's going to have his own brand of justice and leave his own clues. Yeah, he'll no, think he's doing well. Yeah, I don't think, think he's, he's doing, doing well. And like in his sick mind, he'll yeah. think that these clues the cops will eventually figure out and then congratulate him on helping. Hmm. That's how I feel. And the big one and the tip of this iceberg, I think the criminal underworld conspiracy that's in all, all about Wayne Enterprises is the Court of Owls. Yes. Is the what? I'm, the Court of Owls. Oh, really? I'm going to pick up my pen to drop it again. Ooh. <laughs> court of Owls. And we will find most of this out next week. Yeah. Okay, cool. Probably not the Enigma stuff. I, Probably not the Enigma I would stuff. love it if they went in the direction of Court of Owls. I, I, that's, I feel like that's what we're headed yeah. towards. Hmm. Like this big, there's a big secret puppet master controlling this entire city. And next week we're going to get to hear about all of it. And then you guys are going to come back here 
and listen to us talk about it. <laughs> next week, season finale. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Episode 22 next week. Same and then, bat time. No. Just well, no, yeah. yeah it will time. be the same bat time, yeah. same bat channel, uh-huh. which will be whenever you listen and or hear to us. Yeah. <laughs> hear from us. Um, That wraps it up. Yeah. I think we're Thank, all set. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. If people have something to say about Gotham or any of the shows you do this week, where can they find you, Joyce? Uh, well, you guys can find me on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram at J-A-J-O-U-R-I. And that is all. I'm also on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast here on Tuesday nights. And, uh, yeah, if you want to reach out to me on Gotham or any of the other shows I do here at AfterBuzz, you can follow me on Twitter at N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L, Nando Vell. And you guys can follow me at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I'm on a close to a baker's dozen of shows here at this point. <laughs> I tweet about them fairly fairly regularly. May 7th, I'm starting something fairly original that I'll be tweeting about when I have more information. Cool. It, it involves wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Good Thanks. Night. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.